So is uranium from Uranus? I don't know. And is it a heavy metal? I'll show you heavy metal. Welcome to the Whiskey Sippers Podcast. I'm Dave. And I'm Steve. And guess what we're talking about this time? Heavy metal. <laughs> yes. Like you couldn't tell. Well. I've been looking forward to this podcast. Uh, it is a uh, big topic. It is a big topic, yeah. Everything is metal. There's so much to talk about. You know, we thought, you know, we thought emo was cool. Metal is so much yeah. more. Metal is, yeah. Yes. <laughs> There's yeah. just, and we, and we grew up with it. Yeah. So... It's like, you know. It, it's my genre. It is your genre. It's your, it's your genery. It is my genery. It's my genery. You know what, Dave? Is that I what just, I just wear around us. your jeans? Like the, the little pearl belt? Oh, yeah. Like is the little. Genery? Like, uh, what's her name? Christina Aguilera with the little uh, yeah. the bottle thing? It's not jewelry. It's genery. <laughs> around her jeans? Her or jeans. What, what should be jeans? What should be belly. her jeans, but is actually like, yeah. I don't know. Extra low rise. <laughs> So anyways, <laughs> <laughs> off topic already. Uh, onward. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just want to say welcome. Welcome to the darkness. Oh, We're yeah. here. We're here celebrating all the things metal. Darkness. To include heavy metal, which is just one part of the genre, the genery. The genery. <laughs> is that word she's going to say it's from like now on? Green, yeah. That's a sub-genery. It's <laughs> one of those words. It's like, why? It's like kernel. It up, yeah. It's like, like, come on, way like off. Faux pas. <laughs> what? Excuse me. Just say it Fox. Yeah. It's a fox pass. It's a fox pass. Okay. Bang my fag. All right, this again. Yeah. So let's just go. Let's just go into it. Yeah, so we have a lot to get into. We have a lot of stuff yeah. to to cover. So so heavy metal. We're going to talk about the history of it. It officially kicked off in like the '60s. Some like earlier music, but it really kind of like evolved over the times. Just like a lot of music, it just it, it changes throughout. The years, and we're just going to talk about all that. I like it. All the different types, the subcategories of metal. Mm-hmm. You know, progressive, the heavy, thrasher, the dark stuff. Death metal. Yep. I'm really excited about the whiskeys, talking about metal. Oh, we have some whiskeys. We do. We're going to be sipping on four bottles of whiskey, Ooh. all from Blackened, which is an uh, American whiskey. Um, here, let's see. I have a note here. It's a project between the metal band Metallica and renowned master distiller, blender, chemical engineer, Dave Pickerel, the late Dave Pickerel, as we all know, yep. the whistle pig guy and half the craft whiskeys out there. He had his hands in it at one point, his mouth in it, <laughs> had your mouth in it and my hand in your mouth. <laughs> I mean, he's, yeah, his, his name's behind everything for the most part. Um, so yeah, they they took this base whiskey and they uh, blended it with uh, bourbon and a rye, and then finished it in black brandy casks for a undisclosed amount of time. So nothing really tells you how long. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then the cool thing is, and it's very gimmicky. But uh, I think the, it's a gimmick. No, you know, maybe it's not. Anyway, go, I, I, I yeah, even right. said, let me ahead. explain it first. <clears throat> it started as a gimmick, I'm getting and now I'm starting to Believe. I'm starting to buy into. I'm starting to believe the magic. Because I love this whiskey. I, it's like it, Bigfoot. I didn't think he existed, and then I saw the video. Yeah. yeah I was like, right. oh, that's him. That's got to be him. So, so Bigfoot on the back of a bobcat. Told you there's bobcats in these parts. <laughs> Go on. So the whiskey is subjected to a trademarked black noise sonic enhancement process. Blah, blah, blah. So, mouthful. 
uh, especially made sub- subwoofers that amplify the low frequency sound waves, which is features in Metallica's music. And don't tell me they use Metallica's music to create. Well, this. absolutely. And okay. each, uh, I want to say bottle, but each type of whiskey that they produce, like as they have like a limited release, they have a whole new like lineup of music that they played for that whiskey. <laughs> oh my so, god, it's so rid- ridiculous! But the it's ridiculous. <laughs> But the, sci- the science, I'm using air quotes, the science. Yeah, air quoting uh, it, which means you didn't believe it either. According to the company, this disrupts, disrupts the whiskey inside the barrel, causing increased wood interaction that kicks up the wood flavor characteristics in the whiskey. So do they like, like they play like, Audio of like just uh, all you if you're working in a in the, in the black and Metallica black and warehouse and you're like working and you, they just play what allows you hear here oh yeah <laughs> that's all you hear like eight hours of that I, yeah I don't know if you're yeah that's all you hear no like you over hear the, and over. all the music oh okay so like the the music what like, if you don't like Metallica I don't know is it is it audible or do they just like play the bass they just play so the vibration. Shit. To vibrate the barrels, probably. I would love to go just to see. Why don't they just get a thing that vibrates if, instead of playing low frequency sounds? I well, think that's gimmick. That's the gimmick of like what they're playing. I right, want listen, my I want my money back. Listen, Dave Pickerel's involved, and there's a lot of other science after the fact that actually shows that. There's some studies that show that it like it does benefit. Whatever process that is of like the, because you know. Certain warehouses, certain places in warehouses, they're hot, they're cold, back and forth. Like the temperature, the humidity allows the whiskey to move in and out of the wood fibers. But if they play Metallica, then none Not of that necessarily happens. Ma- <laughs> <laughs> it cancels it all out. It cancels it all It all, all comes out. out like white dogs. Exactly. <laughs> you guys got some food coloring? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> you got any coffee beans you can throw in there? <laughs> so the, Dave Pickerel, the man. Bought into it, so I mean, maybe maybe he was sick at the time because he passed away shortly after they released Blackened. Maybe he had to listen to their music for eight hours in the the distiller. (laughs) He was like, "I'm done." So the former head distiller of Stranahan's, Rob Diedrich, has since taken over the role as Blackened's master distiller. Um, The inaugural batch was labeled zero eighty one to honor nineteen eighty one, the year Metallica formed. That's pretty cool. And an interesting thing is if you see a picture. Of Rob Diedrich, you would just assume he's part of Metallica. So he looks the part. Like he's the old greasy guy wearing black, and he's got the huge gray mutton chops. Oh, really? Yeah. That's awesome. I think I put a picture in our notes somewhere <laughs> just so you could see it because it was funny to me. <laughs> um, that's him. So he's the new guy. So the first couple bottles, I think, to have Dave Pickerel on there, and then it's Rob Diedrich after that. So, But it's still the same It's the same uh, process of picking and making and you know all that kind of stuff. Okay. And they finished. So this is a blend of straight bourbon finished in black brandy casks. The company is Sweet Amber Distilling Company. Distilled undisclosed. So this is the first glass we're, we're doing. Uh, so the age is unknown. Mash bill is undisclosed. It's 90 proof. It's uh, valued about 45 bucks. So. Okay. Smells good. It smells like your typical, typical bourbon to me. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Should we give it a. Yeah, give it a sniff. I've had this before and I love it. You have? This is oh no cling. Okay, fine. Fuck, you like that, man? Thank you. Jesus, those settle, are the important parts. Settle down, Dave. Without the clink, I can't enjoy my whiskey. 
All right, I'm gonna take a sip. Here you go. Mmm, <sighs> that is the taste I remember. And delicious. It's tasty. It's tasty. I like it. So this is one that I have up front on my shelf that I reach for on occasion. Your typical very uh, some oak in there, honey and caramel. And some spice in the back, like in the back of your cheeks. Yeah, I'm getting a little bit of spice too. Not like a heat, but just a little spice to it. Hmm. And then uh, Dave's looking for more music. He's very no, distracted. No, no, it's there that I have. Uh, it's that. It's that. I'm laying in this big tail thing, and I can't see anything, and God kill me, and or whatever. Well, you can, whatever you're doing, you can stop. <laughs> Sorry, you know what I'm talking about. As long as it's not you two. But that song starts off drink. so quiet, and like you don't even know it's playing. Oh, okay. I'm like, wait, the music well, stopped, but I mean, it didn't. It you, didn't. You picked the quietest one you could find. I didn't pick it. I picked a a list of Metallica because I know this is gonna take us a while to get through these, especially with you yabbering away. When I'm so, trying to drink. I'm just gonna listen to Metallica now. Nice long finish. Yes. Very smooth. I got a lot of butterscotch. Ooh, and it's kind I of like microphone. Yeah, that's your microphone. Some clove or allspice or something in there on the second tasting. I get the butterscotch and the honey. A lot of, mostly butterscotch and honey. It's kind of light. You get those uh, spices in there? A little bit of spice in the beginning, but I get more, it, the butterscotch is overwhelming to me. I think it's good. And this is just a blended. Yeah, this is just their, you know, regular off the shelf everyday bourbon. Actually, it's, yeah, it's a, well, it's a straight bourbon, so. But it's finished in black brandy cast, so I would expect maybe some more, like, fruity tones or something. But not, yeah, me too. not so much. Uh, maybe it brings out some of that, like, darker, like, oak stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like it. I get, like I said, the butterscotch, the honey. A little bit sweet, you yeah. know? But it, I don't. It's very enjoyable. No, oh, I like it a lot. It's not too spicy. It's got a little bit of spice in the beginning. But I like the finishing notes. No, I wouldn't say it's like a uh, wild turkey or anything in that. No. That, no. No. Not at all. It's good. I like it. I would call it, like, if someone didn't know about whiskey, mm-hmm. or let's we'll just say bourbon, if we're getting, if someone wanted to get into bourbon, I think this would be, like, in one of the five, first five bottles I would tell them to get. Okay. Yeah, That's, I agree. This, I, you showed me this, like, almost two years ago, and I've... Bought a few bottles since then. Yeah, you can you can handle it if you haven't had if you're not a big bourbon person. Yeah, it's you're not 90. used to. It's you, not eighty, so it's a little bit more. So it has that more, it has more flavor. So it's not too light. But it's still it's it's yeah it's it's not overwhelming where you're like oh I hate it. I don't like whiskey you know yep like it all right let's move <clears throat> into the next one yes is the blackened cask strength limited oh. edition this one is touch my cask what. Touch my cast. Wow, you're getting way excited over there. Is this the black and 115? It should uh, have the number on the front. Oh, batch 115, but usually it's the proof is about the same as the batch. So batch is, yeah, it's proof is 115 also. Yep. Um, again, the, the distillery is undisclosed. This release date was April 2021, and this one is the Empire State Edition. So they, I think they released them for each state. Really? So like my buddy's got like a Texas one. I've seen a couple like Ohio. I've seen different states. That's pretty cool. I don't cool. know if they have them all, but I think some of the major whiskey states have them. Okay. So this one's valued at 56 bucks. Yeah. No age on this. 
Let's go ahead. Let's uh, let's start sipping. Cheers. Well, the nose got a little more bite too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Let's give it. I'm getting a little. I'm getting some of that on top of like the their typical vanilla caramel oak. I'm getting some type of fruit in there. I can't really distinguish it. Hmm. Let's see. Plum. Plum. Like I'm getting like stone fruit. Plums, cherries. Oh yeah. Yeah. From just on took, the nose. I haven't tasted it. Steve just dove just right took, in. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm getting it on the nose, but I'm gonna taste it now and I'll also have it on the nose because my nose will be in Yeah, the, you'll the do whiskey. it simultaneous. Which is a expert thing for most people to do. Dave just naturally, <laughs> naturally gets right in there. Yeah. It's like you take know. a sip, it's in the nose. Yeah, exactly. But you said plum as I was taking a sip. And I'm starting to notice like a lot of dark fruit. I don't know if it's like blackberry, raspberry, plum. I don't know what Ooh, it is. Blackberry. Blackberry comes I mean, to mind. It, yeah, yeah. So this one's aged in black brandy casks also. Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm getting that. Uh, but this one kind of gives more of a, like a pop of spice. Something in there. Like, I don't know if it's like cinnamon or and it finishes peppery. With it. It's not on the, it's, it finishes with it. You're like, ooh, it comes through at the end. Yeah. So first one I would recommend to most people. Second one, is, it starts to get a little hotter. A little more because spicier, but with, with an ice cube or a splash of water. Yeah. Um, I think someone who doesn't drink whiskey regularly would really enjoy this too. Because it cuts, it'll cut the bite. All right. You know what I mean? But yeah. I, I would drink it just like this. Well, because we're men. <laughs> we're men, Lee. Again, Dave, <laughs> if you ask Dave, hey, what, what glass of whiskey should I get? He would give you the highest freaking proof he can think of. Oh, it's good. <laughs> a, splash, a splash of water won't fix everything. <laughs> Here. You know Why what? don't you just give him a lower proof with some <laughs> something with more flavor that's lower proof, that's lighter, that's not <laughs> syrupy Fuck and that. oaky and like hot pepper, cinnamon fire. Hey, you, you want me to put a straw in your vagina? You can drink it that way, too? <laughs> yes, please. Yeah, there you go. So I'll give you a Zima. Oh, those are delicious. There you go. There, right. And that is Steve in a nutshell, yep. folks. <laughs> but I'm bumped. No, I, I I, just, I think that, I think that if you appreciate, the, like, you know, my wife is like, oh, it smells like whiskey. It's gross. You, you because gotta, it is whiskey. You got to give it a chance. And, and, and if you have a good whiskey, um... I think that it's totally different than if you drink this garbage. Somebody, hey, have some Jack Daniels. Oh, I never want whiskey again. It's disgusting. Which is the most disgusting whiskey out there, by, by itself, the way. By itself, yes. Well, yeah. With a, That's why you mix a it. A shot you. of whiskey and a full can of Coke is good. <laughs> <laughs> handful of ice. <laughs> yeah. I'd, kinda, I'd rather, it, I mean, you might as well drink water if you're going to drink that because it tastes like cardboard and, and so and awful. It was bad. It was bad. I, I saw at uh, one of the box stores, they are selling Jack Daniels barrels. For like 200 bucks or something like that. I was like, why would I want to display a barrel of the one whiskey I hate? One whiskey. Like, like out of all the whiskeys, you, it could have been like anything else. Could have been a Jim Beam. Could have been anything. Evan Williams. I would have bought it. <laughs> Evan Williams <laughs> actually. Gotta, it's, it's delicious. Makes good They're bourbon. Bonded, They're bottled and bond. It's delicious. Bond, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, let's, let's get back to this. Sorry. We're, yeah. Yeah. we're going off on a squirrel. <laughs> yeah. Rabbit hole. I thought I should. Rabbit hole. <laughs> I like this a lot. I, this is my my favorite so far. This cask strength. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're we're gonna continue to go down the line. Mm-hmm. I'm refreshing my palate with this frozen water. I'm gonna refresh my palate with the non frozen water, with the ice cubes. Mm. Yep. 
So this next one in my notes, there's a picture of Rob Dietrich looking all Metallica-like. Uh, this one is their new release. It just came out April this year. I just got this like a couple weeks ago. Uh, I was following the press release. I actually downloaded the uh, like 10 or 12 tracks specific to this this release. Like mm-hmm. you can get like a free like download. Oh, okay. I, mean, I have all the music, but uh, I downloaded it. Pretty dope. So it'd be cool to like one of these days, like sit down and like listen to the whole thing and drink the bottle. <laughs> yeah, dr- listen to the music that's released yeah, like, with that bottle. It's kind of, I don't know, it's, it's gimmicky, but it's cool. Um, it's gimmicky, but it works. Yeah, straight rye. It's aged five to eight years. This is a 90 proof. Uh, it's valued at 70 bucks. So creeping up. So a little, little weird that the, that the rye is that much more expensive. You, know, you go from like 45 bucks to 70. So it's a, it's a higher price for a bottle. Like I, but I guess it's limited release. It is double cask finished. So the other two bottles were brandy casks. This one is finished in a Madeira and rum cask. Mm. So you're going to get some of the darker wine tones and you're going to get some of the lighter rum tones in there. That's like the... It's like the, uh, what do you call it that we had there? Remember that one whiskey we had? It was finished in the plum cat Madeira cask. Oh, was that a barrel? Yeah, the barrel Armida. Yeah. About barrel Armida. I didn't love it. It was okay. It definitely fell to the bottom of my list because I'm hurt. It wasn't bad. It was confused. Yeah, there was so many different flavors in it. I was like, all right, settle down. Yeah, it's been yeah. finished in 19 different casks <laughs> of every possible thing we could find. <laughs> like, it's like, where are you going with this, fellas? We've, we, we have Fella, finished fellas. in all these different casks, <laughs> and through a long, arduous process, we've created piss. <laughs> yes. I was just going to say, and we pissed in it. No one will know. <laughs> no. It's like, there's too much alcohol. Like, no one will on. taste it. Come on. Too much. Uh, so, should we try this? And this yeah, I'm, I'm this, a little nervous. This whiskey's called what? This version's called what? This is called Rye the Lightning. I love it, Rye the Lightning. How clever is that? Oh, jeez. Goofy, but clever. Okay, cheers. Ooh, on the nose, it's... Uh, oh, hello. It's not spicy on the nose, like you'd expect a rye to be. And I will say, I think both of us are rye people. We both appreciate rye. I do appreciate rye. So, when you step out of the bourbon... Realm when rise, you get a little bit more spice, but they tend to do better with experimentation. Yeah, I agree. They take to different things better. Okay, I'm getting like, hmm. I'm getting that rum, like that's the first thing I get, and then I'm almost getting like, again, some like fruity type like thing, pinoli nuts. <laughs> the pine, pine. we oh, had yeah. this conversation oh, yeah. before. <laughs> pine nuts. Yeah, I'm getting like pine nuts, like roasted pine nuts. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I got that too. Pinolis. Something lighter, maybe a pear, maybe an apple. I get it. Uh, apple crisp. I get some. Uh, I get some dried fig. Yeah. I get some dried fig, a some pinol. Oh, uh, yep. There we go. And uh, then I get a little bit of. You get the bit, rum in there. A little bit of spice. I mean, it was aged or finished in a rum cask. So. No rum. I don't get it no rum. Like a rum cake. I don't get it no cake neither. Have you I, ever had, have you ever had a whiskey cake? I, I get a fig. And yeah, I had a whiskey cake at. Whiskey cake. <laughs> oh, you had a keg of whiskey. A keg of whiskey. Yes. We had chocolate. Can we do that. <laughs> we had chocolate bourbon cake when we went out for our anniversary. Okay. A couple months ago. 
and it was absolutely. I feel like I had that somewhere recently. It was delicious. It was fan, and we we were like they brought it to us like happy anniversary. I'm like I'm not even. I'll just try a bite. We freaking crushed that yeah. piece of cake. There was a the uh, whipped cream was homemade. They whipped it from heavy cream, it, and the cake was just it was so. What you could taste the bourbon. It, it, it was yeah. it was fan. My okay. wife even liked it. It was she similar to the place in Texas. Was I think it was called Whiskey Kitchen or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or, and they made like maybe it was called whiskey cake. That's a bourbon chocolate made, cake. This is their one of their staple cakes. Yeah, that's that's what same thing. <clears throat> it was yeah. so good, so good. All right, I'm gonna take a sound hatch. Down hatch. Here it goes. Hmm. Oh, Steve is looking, licking his lips. Yep. Oh, you like it? Huh? Oh, I like that. Right. Oh, that is good. Um, I can't like right off the right off the hit. Ooh. There's just a lot of flavor, um, thick. Wow, what? Do, I can't. I'm trying to put my tongue on something. I get mint out of this. Okay, I got the mint. It's almost minty, like a clove-ish. Very little cinnamon, but like, yeah, clove honey. I think I'm getting that honey. That's what makes it like feel so, like the thickness on your mouth. Like it's that's, really. That's the man, honey. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that one's really hard. I gotta take another sip. Yeah, that's really it's gotta hard be hard to, to get the man, honey. Oh Jesus! <laughs> I want to get away from this road real quick. Where's my whistle? <laughs> What's a safe word? Anti-disestablishmentarianism. Okay, mint. Yeah, right away. Uh, I get mint from it. And then like yeah, an after the clover, dinner mint, the, the honey. after dinner mint you get at the restaurant. Yeah, that's the kind a of a lot of like sh- like sugary. Yeah. Maybe that's from the rum, but not sweet. Yeah, it's got like hints. That's of it. interesting. It's very. Interesting. I would um, I would compare this to. I would compare this to. I'm trying to think. One of the whistle pigs. I'm trying to think of, but like less intense. This has very little spice to it. I would feel for a rye. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's very sweet and smooth on the palate. Unlike most rice, which are peppery, spicy, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. This is, is that sugary. This is good. I'm going to have to get a bottle of this. I'm going to have to go tell, tell Steven I want a bottle. Uh, I think I saw two or three of them on the, I might on the have barrel to go there. I pick one up tomorrow. Yeah, this is delicious. I, yeah, this is good. And this is different. It is different. It's a good sipper. You could couple this with like a sweetened cap cigar or something like that. And, and I would even say this would be a good mixer. I think this would like with some of the mint and honey. Like if you do some some of the rye drinks, yeah. If you made like a, like what we did for the uh, Kentucky, like Derby. an old fashioned or something, that, they can all, well, with this. Yeah, mm. it would stand out. I bet you would. Like if you want to do like a mint julep without all the mint julep 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 mint julep julep julep. Oh, all right, mint, whatever. Mint julep. Mint julep. I'll have a mint julep. Say whip. Uh, Say whip. Whip. <laughs> Say cool whip. <laughs> mint julep. Is, is that wrong? Mint julep. Julep. J-U-L-I-P. Not yes. julep. Julep. Yeah. There's no U at the end. That's what I said. You didn't. You said mint julep. 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 <laughs> mint julep. Jew. Why do you say it like that? Jew. Now it doesn't even sound like you're saying words. <laughs> you're you're say, like, mint julep. <laughs> you say it enough times, it's like, what does that mean? He just said, <laughs> he looked at me straight in the eye and said, mint julep. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> what? I don't know. Okay. Diagon Alley. <laughs> so stupid. Okay. Oh, boy. Borscht. Oh, boy. I like this a lot. I enjoy this. This is one of my one of my uh, 
top ten rise after trying this. This is uh we're doing good with this blackened series. Mm-hmm. I'm not mad at all. I'm not either. No, none of them have disappointed me. The last one will disappoint me. Blackened X will it straight rye finished in a Madeira cask. All right. So this one was released before Rye the Lightning. Mm-hmm. Also finished in Madeira cask, but not finished in a rum cask, but made with Willow straight rye. Okay. So that's uh, kind of confusing when you look at it. Because I thought... This is the black and the one, the bourbon that is also mixed with the Willet rye. No. So this one, like, it took me a little bit of research to figure out. Because if you look at the bottle, it says Blacken X Willet. And you read a lot of the reviews. Most of them are kind of confused. So basically, Blacken and Willet launched this... Blackened Masters of Whiskey series, which mm-hmm. showcased the talents of renowned whiskey maker utilizing the company's trademark black noise, sonic enhancement finish, like kind of we talked about. And then one would assume, looking at the name, that they take blackened whiskey finished in an X Willet barrel. Okay. So it's like kind of like, you know, our batch 107 that we drank first and then finish it in a Willet barrel. Okay. Not at all. So. Blackens master distiller and blender Rob Dietrich and Willett's master distiller Drew Colesveen blended casks from the Willett family estate reserve selection. So it's not an ex Willett barrel filled with the blackened whiskey. It's the ex Willett whiskey finished the blackened way. So this is Willett bourbon. It's Willett bourbon. Or it's Willett rye. Is it rye? Yeah, it's Willet Rye. It's Willet Rye finished. Sorry, in, sorry, it's hard to explain. It's but Willet like Rye I was trying that's to, finished in the way the blackened whiskey is finished. Yeah, like I like I was reading reviews and like they were completely backwards. And I finally like l- looked it up and I went to like their uh, press release and stuff. It's like no, the X isn't meaning that they're like aging them or finishing them in Willet. They like actually took Rob Diedrich and he went to the Willets like distillery and he sampled stuff with their guy. It was like this is. This is what I'm going to buy from you, basically. Oh, okay. So he bought their rye, and then he brought it back. Hey, Jesus, hello. Hey, And he finished it. Very handsy today. I'm, you're, very, you're very animated. I'm always animated. Well, I'm listening to Metallica. Hyped no, up. No, no, yeah, yeah, you're very handsy. You think you're Italian today. I think I'm doing that because I'm trying to explain it. Yeah, you're very vehement. Helps. You're vehement about your... You're passionate about I'm excited Willet. about this. You're very passionate about it. Well, do you like Willet? Have you had it? Never had it. Have you had the pot still? I have not had so the So that's pot hit still. or miss. That's the, the goofy, like, uh, Aladdin. I have that bottle thing. sealed still. And I heard yeah. there was also, if you looked at the bottom and you looked at the label of the Willet or, like, the lot number, okay. certain ones sucked and then yeah. other ones were really so good. So that's like a 50-50 split. Some people will love it and some people will hate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's... I think it's good. I think it's really good. I think it's the, the bottle's a, a draw to a lot of people. Right. Remove that out of your mind and just, just drink it. And it, it's pretty pretty solid. Well, I've never had Willet before. But so Willet makes some really good this. rise. Okay. Um, so they finish it the black and way. So the average age is, it goes from 6.5 years up as old to 8-year-old whiskey. So they did this blend and then they finished it in Madeira cask for 14 weeks. Which doesn't sound like too long. No. Um, and then they did the whole black noise process with the low frequency and, you know, raged out to 
Metallica. So hmm. let's let's take a sniff. A take, sniff. Take a sniff. It's proofed at a uh, hundred and nine point six. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Fruity. I'm getting a lot of fruit. Strawberries. Raspberries. Raspberries. I'm getting that. I'm getting like some some oak. And then some funky spice in there. I'm getting mint again. I haven't gotten that yet, but mint. maybe I'll get that on the palate. And then and strawberry. I get strawberry. Yeah, the strawberry is kind of cool. Cheers. I'm excited about this one. I am too. Hence the hand use. Oh, Dave's going right in. Wow, that was a big sip. Thirsty, huh? Oh, he's he's excited, surprised, anxious, elated. I am confused. I don't feel like I'm drinking rye. I feel like I'm drinking a cognac. Almost a light cognac. Right? I would agree with that. Doesn't feel like a rye. Feels like a light cognac, like like a very light the first rye we tried, the rye of the lightning, was was like that also. Was not like a not typical as much rye. So this is like pronounced. This one takes another step. I'm getting like strawberry rhubarb. Yeah. Like the pie. Yeah, That's it, what I'm getting. All it's the, like it's, an after dinner almost. And again, it's kind of saying like a cognac. It's thick. It's like syrupy. Has a sweet, some grapes in there. So that the cognac. And then like a little, again, a little sugary thing, but more of like less sweet than the first one. Mm-hmm. Maybe a brown sugar. Okay. I'll give you that. Or maybe because it's the uh, the berries and stuff. I like the berries. I like the uh, the, the strawberry rhubarb pops out, and uh, yeah, it's like a it's like a, a cognac to me. It doesn't taste like a rye. This is not what I would expect from a rye. Very slight mint in there mm-hmm. with some of that spice. Maybe the all spice. I really like the finish though. Like the finish on your on your when the, yeah. the, the aftertaste in your mouth is is good. It's it's like very fruit like very. The strawberry rhubarb overpowers the finish. It's like I just ate a piece of strawberry rhubarb pie. With a little oak and some heat to it. A little bit like of shame. Like a residual heat and some shame. A little bit of shame. Yeah, shame because... For, for enjoying it in your mouth so much. It's so good. Yeah, it is good. I enjoy it a lot. So, is it lame that it's like a blackened thing? Even though it's like Willet whiskey? No, because they finished it the blackened way in their, you know, barrel houses and with their low whatever. And to see maybe to say, hey, can, the Willet Rye, let's finish a batch of Willet Rye in our, you know, barrel distillery or whatever and see if the taste is different with it moving in and out of the wood more. Are we getting more of the notes of the barrels? And I think it'd be interesting to try a regular bottle of Willet next to this. I guess it would. Uh, yeah, I guess it would compare to like someone that sources their whiskey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you wouldn't even know, and just yeah, it's sourced exactly. So I wonder if there's a big difference. I mean, yeah. all their their whiskey is undisclosed, anyways. We're not going to disclose it. We're going to make you wonder. Shall we go into our topic now? Our topic. We're about thirty minutes in. We should we should burn through. We should. Burn that was through, delicious yeah. whiskey, by the way. Really so I recommend any of them. Any of them depends how much you want to spend. Depends what you're looking for. The higher, I mean, the higher in price you go, the more complex the flavor. Uh, the higher proof, the more enjoyable, really. More yeah. versatile, more more things you can do with it, I guess. I'm really enjoying this. This is fantastic. There's not a there's not a bad sip in here. Mm-mm. None Again, of them. It, and it's it feels so bad to like it because it's 
when you have someone that's famous, right, and their name is on like a product, you're just like, oh, come on, <laughs> can't it just be some random dude I don't know their name of, and they just like like whiskey. No, no, this is that's me Metallica. But all of these are good. They they hit it out of the park with this, especially having Dave Pickerel as their as their. Uh, you know, master distiller, and, and, and hands down to Rob Dietrich with the with the rye selections. Absolutely, it's fantastic. Absolutely. All right. Like so, topic. On. Yeah. Metal music. Metal. Yeah. Oh yeah. We're gonna rock out for a second here. Uh. Suck it. Suck it, bitch, bitch, bitch. Kill, kill that bitch. Kill that bitch. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, I had to get that out. Okay, so. Oh, that felt good. <laughs> Ooh, we, we raged a little bit. We're good. <laughs> along with a little rage. Oh, God. Whew. I think I punched myself. <laughs> I think I punched myself. <laughs> uh, does your nose hurt, too? <laughs> oh, little, I'm bleeding. I don't know why. Oh, my God. So let's talk about metal. Hey, Dave. Yes. Have you ever been in a mosh pit? I have. You have? Who did you go see? Who what was I? your... Have you been in many mosh pits? No, I've not been in many oh, mosh pits. Oh, okay. What mosh pit were Actually, you in? Actually, I have not been in a mosh With pit. sticks? I have not... <laughs> sticks. <laughs> was it the Super Tramp mosh pit where everyone just shook each other's hands and smiled? Yeah. I've been I, in many. I have not been in a mosh pit. No, I said I have, but I have not. I've been in like a general admission seating where people are jumping up and down, but not a mosh pit. Oh. Right. So I'm sorry. I correct. I stand corrected. I, I I need to clarify. I saw Rage Against the Machine once, and they started a riot, and oh, that would, I was hurting the next. That'd day. be a definite mosh pit. Like just just jumping around and like like just dancing, head banging, like you're just sore from that. Yeah. But like the second I took a step in the mosh pit, I got punched like three times in the face. Oh, yeah. like face shots. Whap whap whap. And, and it's like what? And you're like immediately. I was like, "Whoa!" Like you're like, and you're shaking your head like someone's asking a question. You're saying yes, and you're bleeding a little bit. Do you want me to punch you in the face? Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're standing there. You're like, "What is going on with you people?" And then you look back at your buddies, like up in like the the balcony seats, and they're like, "Yeah, yeah, go for it!" And like, so you jump back in and you just start throwing your arms back and put your head down and kicking, and you're just taking hits. It's fun. Yeah, it's, it's fun. Sounds like a, yeah. something I want to do. Very hear. enjoyable. Did, remembered all the music. <laughs> In Actually, I don't even know if I was there. In between my concussive state. <laughs> no, that was Rage. Did like Godsmack, Disturbed, you know, all those all those bands. But it was fun. That's cool. It was fun being young and dumb and yeah. punching people for I'm no good there. reason. I'm not there anymore. Okay. So, what defines heavy metal? Uh, <laughs> well, how would you define heavy metal? How would I define heavy metal? Yeah, uh, metal that requires a two-man lift. <laughs> <laughs> well, the definition here is metal music is characterized by fast tempo, heavy distortion, powerful rhythms, and dense guitar and bass sounds. Okay, yeah. So, like your typical instruments: electrical, electric guitar, bass guitars, drums. Some. Genres use like organs and electric keyboards and other instruments to kind of add to that. Skin flute. Excuse me. 
Pardon me. Ooh. Are you good at that? Hold on. I, I heard you can play. I, I, I got a good one brewing. Hold on. Okay. I got to let it fly. <laughs> oh, my God. Here we go. One stinks. <laughs> the mic moved a little bit. <laughs> oh, oh man, I'm sitting in it. I ate a, I ate a little bit of it. Oh god, <laughs> you're getting it. He's getting it. Oh, that was that was rancid. Oh, my god. Right, we gotta cut. We gotta oh. cut. I gotta, All right, gotta we'll, be, we'll be back. We'll oh, be back. Okay, we're back. Uh, oh. <laughs> you should be ashamed. I, I am kind of ashamed after that. Steve tasted it. Uh, go on. Wow. That, <laughs> I can't breathe. It's like thick. That was, you know, that. Oof. Oh, whatever you ate was aged in the wrong vault. <laughs> oh, man, I'm telling you. It was, wow. that was, you know when you're like, you're having a conversation with someone, and you like you feel this huge gas bubble. You're like, "Oh, this is gonna be a good one." <laughs> you gotta share it. <laughs> I think the room is warmer. <laughs> the Ooh. air is dense. Oh. Okay, so metal, metal. <laughs> so the lyrics and themes. Used in- <laughs> I'm trying to rally here. Okay, go ahead. The lyrics and themes used in the heavy metal song. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't. <laughs> oh, <clears throat> all right. You know what's going on. Uh, yeah, everyone's listening to heavy metal. They have a dark nature, like war, death, depression, rem- all that kind of crap, remorse, guilt, like every bad feeling you could think of is some heavy metal music has covered it. Yeah, it's just a whole nother level of. It's not like just your angst and your sadness. It's like rage and like dark type of themes. Yeah. Kind of like the emo we were talking about last week, but not. It's, it's like more, another step. It's more like, angry, angrier. Yeah, it's like not woe is me. It's like f the world. Yeah, I'm gonna take them all out. Yeah, type of thing. Yeah, Satan is my friend. He's gonna let's sacrifice. He's gonna burn you all. <laughs> <laughs> War. Yeah. Go, so there go, are there are go a, giants. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. There are a handful of metal songs that do have some like lighter themes, mm-hmm. like love and joy, um, but they're more of like power ballads. And you kind of think of like Guns and Roses, like November Rain. I have a friend that, that thinks that Axl Rose has the most beautiful singing voice, and I'm like, then, then, lady, you, you, you must have gotten it's your... literally like one of the most made fun of voices you ever. You must have gotten your eardrums punctured. You know when you where you are? You're in the jungle, <laughs> It's baby. like, come on. Like, th- that's the one that like, my buddy Kostas used to uh, do. Uh, what's going on here? Um, I don't know what's going on. Here. He used to do karaoke, and he would always pick like Guns, a Guns N' Roses song, and he would try to get through the whole song like <laughs> sounding like Axl, and it was... Freaking hysterical. <laughs> Loved it. I hate Axl Rose. I hated Guns N' Roses. Well, he's a douche nozzle. He is. So, um, yeah, so a lot of uh, heavy man- metal bands use the, like the same revolving sound of like Satanism, worshiping the devil, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, signs of the horn, like the hand gesture. So if you go to like a metal show, like everyone's got their, their, their horns up. Fingers up, up yeah. You see their thing. fingers up, they're doing horns like the, like the devil is what they're trying to do. I guess. 
And I think most people just do it because they don't know what they're doing and they're just putting your hands up. I'm putting my hands up and the mic's in my way. <laughs> don't look at me like you that. You know, in where I come from, when I grew up in Italian culture, the, the Italian the, horn, the hand, the, the horn, the fingers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no, it's the same thing. That was uh, that warded off Maloik. Excuse me, Maloik, the evil eye. That's how you'd ward it off, Maloik. Then people would wear pendants with that hand thing on their on a chain around their neck. That's stupid. And it protected them from that. Good for them. So it didn't mean the devil. It was the opposite. It protected them from okay. from bad bad juju given right, to them so that's, other that's people. That's a cool uh, spin off of it, but it doesn't really go with the music. It doesn't go with the music. Jesus. I should Protect some... me from the Satan worship. <laughs> I, should, I should be playing some Dean... I'm so scared of this music. <laughs> Dean Martin or something. Horns. Oh, my God. All right. So, so uh, why is it called metal music? Then? Well, there's several stories leading of how heavy metal got its name. Okay. Uh, Steppenwolf. Steppen or, what? Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf what? Steppenwolf shit. Steppenwolf no, that's the name guts. of the band. Steppenwolf. Stepton. Oh. Steppenwolf used the term uh, for the first time in the lyrics "Born to Be Wild." <gasps> oh. If Tipper Gore was alive back then, she'd have shut him down. <laughs> that's stupid. <laughs> it's stupid. Um. Yeah. So others trace back the origin of the name to the hippie movement because "heavy" used to be a synonym of deep or profound. I've heard that many times. Oh yeah. man, that's heavy. You, know, you hear oh, people okay. still say right. it today. Yeah, but it's, you know, I wouldn't say hey, heavy metal is deep or profound for the most part. Well, no, deep. I mean, you're, you're if you think about it, a lot of heavy metal songs, you listen to the words, they're singing about very deep things and topics, like like you know the inner rage inside of somebody coming out, destruction talking to, to all. <clears throat> no, you know what I mean, like songs about you know what, like that Metallica song. Yeah. The, the what is it? One. Yeah. Or whatever it's called. With the machine guns in the beginning. Yeah, where the guys. The guy can't move, he's paralyzed, he can't speak anything, but he knows everything that's going on. Yep. It's telling a very profound, deep story about him through the music. So, therefore, that's the heavy. Right? Yeah, it was heavy. It was heavy. <laughs> did, you take, did you ingest some heavy metal? Yeah, some uh, heavy black. And, no, you, it just hits you just right. Get your blood drawn. Yeah. So, another theory is that the name was related to the steel making because in the genre's pioneers came from cities where steel making was the industry. Such as Black Sabbath, which was founding in Birmingham in the UK, which is a big like steel area. I don't believe that. Well, that's just a theory. I, I think it's a stupid theory. I don't believe it at all. <sighs> okay, so maybe we should step back and do like an origin story like, like Batman does. Okay. So I'm Batman. I'm Batman. So <clears throat> what music was the ones that like inspired the rise of metal music. So it really dates back to like the 50s and the 60s. Hard rock, <laughs> classic rock. What? I'm still thinking of Batman. Like, you know, like getting ready to go out and fight crime. He's like, I'm Batman. I need my bat suit. Alfred, where's my cheekies? <laughs> no, he uh, he has a normal voice until he puts the oh. bat suit on. Oh, he puts a bat suit on. Alfred, I just pissed in my bat suit. What do I do? I think they have a thing for that. Well, Master Wayne, why don't you open the barn door or whip your wang out? The barn door? Uh, the barn door, yeah. Well, the barn door's in the back, right? Yeah. Only if you were in a union suit. Do you think the bat suit is like, and it, unf it like unfolds it's itself not like and you the shit Iron out the bottom? Man suit. The Iron Man suit probably like it's vaporizes thick. the poop. <laughs> like you poop and it vaporizes yeah, it and it recycles it into the atmosphere. Yeah. And you, like you never touch it. It's turned your into like. 
toxic chemicals that kill and people. And cold air shoots up your asshole to make you feel comfortable. Yeah, probably. This is built-in bidet. <laughs> Batman takes 42 minutes to take the suit back off. It should come off easy because it's all slimy and wet. It goes on not so easy the next time. I was in the bat suit. Really seals in the flavor. <laughs> that 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 was one of the funniest things I think I've ever seen. That that uh, YouTube video. Opposite direction. Uh, we gotta watch it when we're done. Because I stabbed you first. <laughs> stabbed you first. <laughs> oh yeah, we do. She's like, oh my god. Come She's on. like, ugh. ugh. <laughs> it just keeps going on. Like, <laughs> what was that? The, it, it was like the Batman or something like that. No, yeah, it was some stupid, but it was hysterical. It was it's by like, uh, college humor. Yeah, they're like little video shorts. Yeah, yeah but it was like forty five minutes. They did a whole movie, and that other character was in it too. And he's like, "Oh man, are we still going?" It's <laughs> great. Hey, let's let's move on. Okay. Yeah. So, so pieces from the early fifties that featured heavy guitar riffs sparked like the birth of this new genre. Uh, let's see, the Kingsman. Take on <coughs> Are you okay? Pardon me. A lot of coughing going on in there. Should, I'm worried about it's, you. It's the shame. It's caught in my throat. The shame of what? That you should shoot your pants? The shame that I that I should have tasted it? And you ate it. <laughs> Alright, so Kingsman's take on Louie Louie. Like Louie Louie. Uh, the Kingsman. Louie Louie. That's like it? a movie. The Kingsman is a movie. Well no, they're not the movie, the band. Oh. This one. Oh yeah. Louie Louie. Yeah, so it's like this, you know, the heavy guitar riffs is what they're saying is what, I, I don't hear it, but I guess. There's always Elvis. Do you have any Elvis stuff? Oh, you can play that as much as you want. This is my jam. Mm. This was the early advent of metal? Well, metal came from rock. Okay. So, like, later... Uh, there was later emergence of like sub genres, like acid rock and psychedelic rock. You get an Elvis. I forgot about that. I'm a big fan. You know that. Yeah, you are. I mean, you 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 are very well aware of that. Yeah. I what's mean, your, what's your, he's the king. He's your still favorite, the king. Favorite Elvis song. Burning Love. Really? I mean, you know that. Here it goes, folks. Mm. Oh, Steve's got the water bottle. He's always oh, doing the Elvis thing with the finger. The fi- not a finger. Not a finger. So, yeah. Later on, sub-genres like acid rock and psychedelic rock were like the first roots of like heavy metal. So they took like regular rock and roll and they added like another uh, complexity to it. Mm-hmm. Like creams. Fresh cream. Creams, I'm, fresh cream? Yeah. I'm sure you would know that. What about Jimi Hendrix? Are you experienced? Are you experienced? Yeah. Jimi Hendrix Why are you great. looking at me like... I know you love Jimi Every time we sit down... Upstairs to like eat like Chinese or something. You're like, hey, computer, play Jimi Hendrix every single time. It's like without question. Playing music from the Jimi Hendrix experience on Amazon Music. Pretty much. <laughs> you don't have it. Are you experienced? Because I am. Yeah, I like Jimmy. <laughs> you're just you're like, uh-huh. I was hoping you had a clip because I, no, I, I wanted have, to hear Jimi I, Hendrix. I don't have a clip of Jimmy, no. I don't. So. Psychedelic, acid rock, featured heavier guitar sounds, as we know, like mm-hmm. Jimi Hendrix. But they were nowhere as revolutionary as Black Sabbath's creation. Ah, oh, Black Sabbath. Which then is the next title of, like, who was the first actual heavy metal band? Black Sabbath. Paradise! 
Yeah! She's got the... This is so great. Tribute to Randy Rhodes, man. Does it get any better? Oh, my God, no. You mind if I throw this glass? No, go do it. (laughs) Smash it against the wall. (laughs) I'm totally down for it. Oh, okay. I just finished my whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> you just got to start doing Steve shots. Just, Steve <laughs> just downed it. He's like down a whole bottle. He's like... Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah, Ozzy. <laughs> Which we'll learn later on. Ozzy Osbourne. I'm not sure if he got kicked out of the band or left the band because he was an alcoholic. Was Ozzy Osbourne born Ozzy? I don't actually know that. I didn't look that up. Probably not. Or was he? I don't know. Was He's he? British, so it sounds about right. Was he? Fuzzy Wuzzy was a bear? I don't know. Fuzzy Wuzzy had no hair. Fuzzy, wuzzy. fuzzy wasn't fuzzy, was he? <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for it. But do you have the answer to that? <laughs> I don't think he was born Ozzy. Maybe he was it like sounds... Oswald. Maybe he's an Oswald. Oh, okay. Oswald Schleckelbottom. I, I, was just, <laughs> I was just like, what's the long version of Ozzy? And yeah, I'm like, it could be uh, Ozzy. Yeah, Oswald. Oswald. Yeah. Okay. Maybe he was born Oswald. Oh, we're going to sure. have to get back to you on that. I'm going to yeah. circle back on that. <laughs> circle back on that. We'll put a pin in it. That's that's my sister. We're going to put a pin in that. So Black Sabbath, Ozzy's band, Mm -hmm. generally credited as being the first heavy metal band. The band, you know, as I just said, the band's lead vocalist, Ozzy Osbourne, uh, is being credited for being the father of metal. Really? Yeah. However, there's another side of that story where people and critics credit Led Zeppelin for inventing heavy metal music. Hmm. See, I would never consider Led Zeppelin to be heavy metal. I wouldn't either. I would say rock to like psychedelic rock to something else. Definitely not. Definitely not metal. I like he's got con- all that wailing. Yeah, and I would like, not consider. There's no metal. like. There's no like rage in that. It was more like 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 just the the vocals, the ranging vocals. Even like Black Dog might be the closest to that type and it was nowhere yeah, near I what mean, I would consider metal. Maybe that was the early metal. I would say like You know what I mean? Ramble on or Cashmere Black, yeah. You know, yeah. I, I I wouldn't call well I wouldn't call it metal by today's standards, but back then that was cutting edge. So maybe it was metal. Yeah, so they know. say uh both bands made their debuts in the late 60s and early 70s. Debuts. Black Sabbath released their Black Sabbath album in February 1970, and Led Zeppelin introduced their Led Zeppelin in 1969. Is that what they just did? They just named their albums what the name I of the band was? I think their first album was the name of the band, yeah. Was that like, is, do all bands do that? I think Kiss's first album was Kiss. Was that like a thing back then? Yeah, I think so. I think I just learned something. Yeah, like it was introducing the band to the to the market, you know, but, getting their name out there. But the thing about Black Sabbath, the argument is that the band was the most influential for other bands going into like uh, that genre of music, okay. Led Zeppelin, Led Zeppelin had like a major influence of just like hard rock type of thing, mm-hmm. and Black Sabbath kind of created a following, and other musicians emulated them to become more like heavy metal. Yeah, I don't think metal didn't get heavy until bands like that. Yeah, Zeppelin and and no, no, I'm, I'm not buying into it. I'm not either. So the. The, the, the true genre really came and matured in the 70s where we saw more like high-profile bands like Iron Maided, Diamond Head, and Kiss as the T-shirt that you're wearing. It says Kith. Kith on Mike Tyson's All the Characters. <laughs> That's so great. <laughs> okay. Which I, I'm not a huge fan of Kiss, and that's fine. I don't 
I saw Kiss in concert twice. That, see, I awesome. will say they're probably one of the best shows you can possibly ever see. Oh my god, they're in the loud one of the loudest shows you'll ever oh, see. Oh, I bet. I bet. When they were in their prime, like back in the seventies, early eighties, whatever, they said they you were like the, in your twenties. They were the No. Thank you. But they told themselves as the loudest band in the world. Like that's like what they uh, played the loudest show. Around. That's what Metallica says. Yeah, because they well, purposely now they probably are because they I purposely mean, make sure that they're louder than everybody else. I don't know how they do that, but they do. They turn the volume up more. I guess. Mm-hmm. Is there like a a ten, and then they figured out a way that they can go to eleven? Is there everybody else volume? And then they're <laughs> you know, like, "Hey, man, ludicrous speed." <laughs> They're like, hey, can we turn it up? Like, hey, you're only in the Foo Fighters. <laughs> oh, shit. You can't turn it up to Metallica. We're going plaid. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. I don't know. Damn it, Metallica. Bye. So, the, um, yeah, so. Yep. That's it. The Green Decade. Hmm? What are you talking about? The Green Dick? The Green Dick. <laughs> no, I'm looking at your notes here. The, the, the heavy metal music from the Green Decade. I don't know what the Green Decade is. I don't even is. know where you're seeing that. It's. It's right underneath where you just left off. <laughs> oh, I moved on. Oh, you moved on. Yeah, okay, go you're, on. You're back. All right. So uh, some other notable bands are like Judas Priest and Overhead or Motorhead. Sorry. It's reading two different things. I found a very interesting Judas Priest, uh, like a demo, like studio recording. Okay. You know what they do? Like they'll just turn the they'll just turn the reel to reel on and continue recording and just play and whatever else and. You know, so they're, like they'll they're, like finish their song and they're just like hey hey or they're or they're, or they're, ta- or they're playing they're jamming and they're talking yeah. and like maybe come up with new lyrics. Oh, whatever. what do you think about this? Yeah. yeah so I have it's pretty cool. It's a, a stu- I'll, I have here. I'll play it for you. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, that yeah. So I thought it was pretty interesting. Wow, that is uh, get it? Yeah. Oh, oh, I get it. I get it. <laughs> Come on, that's funny. <sighs> Steve, Can we? You know what? Let's just move on to the eighties. Steve's looking like he's triggered. I've never expected you to no, be offended not, by anything. That is not, I am not triggered. Okay, good. Considering that you're touching my leg, I'm not touching your leg. Not with my foot. <laughs> <laughs> let's move on to the eighties. A little wet on there. <laughs> So we'll go into like the the 80s kind of introduce more sub genres of heavy metal. And I have examples of each sub genre that okay. that you have so we can we can kind of demonstrate oh, cool. a little. Oh cool. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. All right, so we'll go into black metal, which first emerged in the 1980s with bands like Venom, Celtic Frost, Merciful, Hellhammer. These almost sound like made up. <laughs> I've listened to Celtic Frost before. Oh, the bands originated in Europe. That's why. There you go. Yeah, there it is. I have a little uh, excerpt of Hellhammer to give you an idea. <laughs> Here you go. That old, like, like, oh yeah, mono, crunchy. Yeah, this is Hellhammer. I've only got of- one guitar string. <laughs> I'll play the hell out of it. That's Hellhammer. I only have a cymbal. You know what they remind me of? Uh, in the wall. I have a cymbal in the wall, but I'm gonna play like hell. <laughs> yeah. So this is That's what it sounds like. Yeah, not and bad though. Actually, I enjoy no, that. They That's recorded cool. in mono. You know what other band uh, that one of the guys I work with um, got me got to them is called Saint Vitus. They sound a lot like these guys. They're like okay. mono, yeah, and the the, the low end, you know, burr, burr, and the guys like you know, and I want to the and that's that's how their music yeah. is. It says they're characterized by a distinctive background hiss. 
distorted guitar is accompanied by a fast alternate picking and ambient noise. So a low, low-fi production. Yeah, that, so that's, and that's just how what it you is. described. It sounds exactly. That's low. pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty neat. I'm learning here. All right, next one up is death metal. Death metal. <laughs> Sorry, that <laughs> came out of nowhere. Yeah, I know. It's, whoa. Uh, serpent rises from within. Yeah, I'm sorry. Contrary to popular b- belief, death metal death music. Metal. <laughs> death, me- death, is- me- <laughs> death metal. Death metal. Death metal. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, here we go again. <laughs> I'll stop. Right, one more time. Death metal. Okay, I'm better. Please right, continue. Comma. Death metal <laughs> music isn't named like that just for being death-related themes. Okay. Themes usually revolve around religion, philosophy, politics. Ooh. Maybe because it makes you want to... Trump 2024! <laughs> makes you want to kill yourself? Yeah. I mean, that's I what I know. Death metal. And science fiction. Really? Yep. So the term originated, this is kind of weird, when possessed vocalist bassist Jeff Beckera mm-hmm. used it in one of his English class assignments in 1983. Really? Yeah, so later they used it as like their demo. Alternate picking, heavy guitar distortions, low tunes, palm muting are some of the most common characteristics of death metal. Is that like where they where they like hit their hand up against their uh strings or something like that? I believe so. Okay. But I'm not sure. I think it's a guitar thing. You need a guitar person? I, th- I think you need a guitar. Do you oh, have any know, or maybe it's uh like with a I'm not really sure. Maybe they're like palm muting. Yeah, maybe oh yeah, maybe it's like the Yeah. Welcome to the jungle. Yeah. I don't know what to say. And one of the uh, uh, the death metal band that I've listened to before is called Death Decline. You're going to die. Yeah. Death like De- that? No. <laughs> like, okay, can we record that? No. We could record it later. Okay. But this band's called... Uh, this <laughs> is an example... My throat already hurts from that. ...of death metal. This band called uh, Death Decline. Here you go. Fast paced. Makes you want to jump off a bridge. Like, I'm like, I don't know what the hell he's saying. <laughs> I have I no, think, no idea. I think that's going to be, I'm going to go with that's a different genre altogether. That's that's death metal. <laughs> is that is that classified as death metal? It's class, they're classified as a death metal band. Okay. Yes. All right. We'll so, move on to the next. Yeah. The next. <laughs> because we don't want to hear that again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, power metal. This is interesting. Power metal has some controversial elements that deviate from t- traditional heavy metal music. For example, power metal ditches heavy sounds in favor of lighter tones. It's also dominated by strong choruses and melodic harmonies. Some notable power metal pieces include Dragon's Force, Through the Fire and Flames, and Gamma Ray's Rebellion and Dreamland. That's all nonsense to me. That doesn't make any sense. Dragon Force, when you hear them, they remind me of like if, if the soundtrack to a Pokemon movie. Okay. This is Dragon Force. Check it out. Oh, okay. Lighter tones. Yep. Oh, yeah. You're right. Yep. Someone just got punched. Yeah. Like, and po- there's a guy, like, there's, like, someone's running. <laughs> exactly. And then the screen's moving. 8-bit video game. Like, like a guy squinting. <laughs> and an Asian guy squinting. Oh! Oh! No to a Pokeball. <laughs> yeah, that's... Yeah. But yeah, that's Dragon yeah. Force. So they, they remind me. Wow, I, I, really, I, I really got into that one. I bet he, you they're like Korean or something. Yeah, can you play that again? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, oh, I kill you, uh, Pokemon. Uh, oh, 
<laughs> you hit me in my uh, Pokeball. Yeah. Oh, you don't hit me. I do touch. Force one foot in shield. Bukaki. No, Bukaki for me. <laughs> oh, the music. Oh, the. I, I, lo- bet, you, I, I bet you they're Asian. I'm into it. That's like Dio, but like an Asian Dio. Dio, but like on some weird form of like amphetamine. Asian Dio. <laughs> He's on like yeah. Asian Dio. Yeah. Dejan. Dejan. It's Rio. <sighs> it's Rio. That was them. <laughs> All right, moving on to thrash metal, which is known for its super fast tempo accompanied by low guitar riffs. It's one of the most aggressive subgenres of heavy metal. Some of the early works of thrash metal includes Black Sabbath, Symptoms of the Universe, uh, Queens, Stone Cold Crazy, which I, I don't know. know how that could be considered thrash metal. Yeah, that's that's a stretch. I mean, th- this is Stone Cold Crazy. Stone Cold Crazy. It's it's the fast tempo guitar riffs. That's what they're. It's not the, remove the vocals, and then you got the thrash metal. Okay. That's what they're. That's what they're going with. So yeah. Okay, because I was like, that is not, but not today's thrash metal. It no. might have been early version. I mean, that was early '80s, probably. Yeah. Okay. So who are the big four thrash metals then? Because that's like your your big genre right there. Oh, you got Slayer, Metallica, Metallica. Oh yeah. Anthrax. Don't forget. Wait, Anthrax. I didn't know why. Who was that? Um, the wrestler? Randy Macho Man Savage. Yeah, was, was he in uh, Metallica? Sure. He yeah. taught James Hetfield how to sing. <laughs> All right. Uh, Anthrax and then Megadeth. Those are their, their top four. They're credited for creating and popularizing this subgenre in the early 90s. Yeah, I could see and, that. Which they're still around and performing. I like Anthrax. I still good like band. To them. Yeah. Good, yeah there's, some, band. there's some good music. Got any uh, clips of any of those? I mean, we've been listening to... Metallica off and on. No, this is Meta- just just random metal. But no, I don't. I have some clips, but uh, a little bit later on. Okay, of uh, some of the newer metal. I have clips of some of the newer metal just to kind of compare them to each other side by side. Yeah. All right. We'll move on. So some of the uh, recent subgenres of metal uh, in the '90s, you kind of got this like uh, symphonic metal, technical death metal, groove metal, folk metal, metalcore, new metal. All these like different terms of subgenres. So they're all still metal. Right, yeah, they're all met. They're considered heavy metal, but it's all different types. Yeah, subgenres. Yep, subgenres. <laughs> it's gonna yeah. be hard not to say that now. Well, you know, well, the new the new metal is combining more modern types of music into the metal. You know, honestly, into the heavy metal uh, uh, vibe. So this is like my zo- my genre. I Genery. my oh, Jesus. <laughs> I never consider it new metal. I kind of hate the term. It sounds. It sounds cheesy, and I think it takes away from the art. Mm-hmm. I always just, I don't know, people just like, they're like, oh, it's just angry, screaming, like whatever, blah, blah, blah music. I'm like, oh, it's just it's just rock to me. Yeah, Heavy, you know, heavy metal or rock. Whatever. I would have never classified that as new metal. I wouldn't really call it alternative rock. I don't, it's, that kind of goes in a different modern, direction. Modern, modern rock. Yeah, and I guess I would call it new metal. I just, they, they, they title it N-U. Metal. It's, it's like, kind of goofy. Like, like emo core last yeah, it's week. Just, you know, yeah, it's, it's like, goofy. Wow. I don't know. That's just my own thing. So uh, I say new metal was at its peak in the late 90s, and that's you know my my ter- my time where I grew up mm-hmm. uh, in the early 2000s with bands like Limp Bizkit, Linkin Park, Stained, and Papa Roach. 
Mm. I know like stained was like one of the big ones that like, I don't know. Do you have mud shovel on here? Yeah. Cause that would be really cool. You know, I like, did, I did a little, I did a little uh, comparison of these four bands to, to get an idea of the different sounds each one has and how it's all considered the same genre of music. Okay. Well, cause I will say something real quick with mud shovel mm-hmm. and stained when they first, cause the singer of Stain, Aaron Lewis, is now like a country singer. But when he first came out, I think I bought like a CD or something like at the like record store. Mm-hmm. And I got a free CD or maybe even like a cassette that came with like a one song like demo. I think it was mm-hmm. like a demo and it was Stain's Mud Shovel. And it freaking blew us away. Yeah, and we burned anything like that before. We So if it was a DVD or a CD or, or a tape, we right. it was probably a probably a cd mm-hmm. we wore the crap out of that thing it just didn't come out we just played it like non-stop it was like like two songs i think it was <laughs> like mud shovel or whatever and it was just like it blew us away we're like what is this yeah. never heard anything like it. it was like it was it was amazing it was amazing play it oh i'm gonna play you first first up is gonna be limp biscuit okay you know this which was you know hugely popular so here's limp biscuit it's just one of those Steve knows it. And if you went to rock, your life is on contract. Your best bet is to stay away, motherfucker. It's just one of those days. I was a huge Biscuit Limp fan. Biscuit. Seen him in concert. Um, when I was in boot camp, this was something me and my buddies sang all the time when we were cleaning and polishing shoes and making mm-hmm. beds, and we were just like, it's just one of those days. Yeah. <laughs> now them, side by side with Linkin Park. Okay. Oh, cool. Totally different. Yeah. Yeah, Steve knows this too. Yeah. So, so great. Limp Biscuit, right? Yep. And then yeah, that was Lincoln Park. I'm sorry, Lincoln Park. <laughs> now, to- go a totally different way. You've got Stained and Stained. Mud Shovel. Yep. Oh. Oh. I've heard this forever. You know, and back when this came out, I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Right when that dropped, you're just like, oh. What is that? Yeah, I, I got to hear more. That was great. Yeah, you know, and then uh, and then of course Papa Roach. Yeah. I thought Papa Roach was pretty good. They're I, I, still great. I've seen them live several times. That's amazing. I like Papa Roach, but <clears throat> like Jacoby, it's my man. The, one of the most famous songs they have out there. I hate this song. This is my I just can't stand resort. it. Not my favorite of theirs. I don't like but that's it that's the all. most recognizable. That's why I put it on the list. I just, I think musically, it sucks. Yeah, and it's there. There's no, there's no, it's not lyrical. It's not, there's nothing. It's not it's just, it's, super metal. It was, it was catchy. Yeah, and they it have was, some catchy stuff, yeah. It was, it was like a fad, and yep. that's what I don't like yep. about they it. They have a lot, lot better stuff. I'll yeah. say that. Anyway, so. I sorry. love the band still. All right, moving on to other subgenres. Metalcore. Genries. Subgenries of uh, metalcore, which is a heavy metal that combines elements of hardcore punk and extreme metal. A lot of terms going on here. Metalcore was at its peak in the mid-2000s with bands like Kill Switch Engage, uh, As I Lay Dying, and Bullet for My Vampire. Uh, Valentine. For My Vampire. <laughs> for my, was that another band? <laughs> was that last I, week? I like Bullet for My Valentine. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <coughs> Pardon me. They're a good group. So, now, I don't know how... Anyway, go on. Sorry. No, you don't know how what? 
No, because you have you don't know how you feel about. <laughs> no, things. you have written down metalcore. It's still going strong today, obviously. But bands like Thirty Seconds to but Mars. They're, yeah, they're yeah. How do them and Bullet for My Valentine compare at all? Just different different parts to it. I don't know. But well, I listen. I have a compare. You you tell me. Okay. Okay. Yeah. This is Bullet for My Valentine. Metalcore. All right here, just yeah, give it a listen. And then you're gonna put the 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 most lamest thirty seconds to Mars piece. No. Right? You're like you want right. to go. You want to go just jump around and punch things. Exactly. Yeah. Punch you. You punch me. Yeah. Punch each other in the balls. Yeah. So that that's bullet from my Valentine. Now compare it's that. It's weird that they're same in the same <laughs> subgenre. Yeah. Now yeah. you have thirty seconds to Mars. What the fuck? Is that? Exactly. Touch me in my pooper tonight. <laughs> it is so tight. In my pooper. Your pecker feels right. <laughs> um, you gotta get off. You gotta get away from the singing again. I think it's one of those like break it down to the, like the guitar riffs and that piece. Yeah, but even the guitar riff is not the same. Well, it's just th- that's the wrong song for it. That's like the, what they're known for. But okay, there's other stuff. All right, Parkway Drive. Who's what? Parkway Drive. Pachigua. Okay, moving on. Okay, so I think it's uh, it's worth mentioning that there's even more styles of metal. One of them being progressive metal, and this wasn't. I looked around, and this wasn't even like in most notes and articles. But there's a lot of bands that kind of fall outside of the genres that we already covered. Okay, like bands like Catatonia. I like, like Catatonia. A Swedish band and with a K. Yes, kind of like a. Goth, they're almost like a trance metal. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, like uh, they I remind s- me of like Ohm, and uh, um, Ohm. Have you ever heard Ohm? Yeah, yeah they remind me of Ohm, and they remind me of uh, uh, Dead Can Dance. Okay, I would even probably throw Marilyn Manson <coughs> along that lines with Catatonia. They kind of have that same okay kind of weirdness to them. Uh, Tool falls in that category. Love, love Tool. Which they're all over the board, so I guess I would make them progressive. You uh, know, Maynard James Keenan is a member of Mensa, I believe. He is, yeah. He's extremely intelligent. Yeah, yeah. And you listen to him talk, and, and he's, he's just, he has his own vineyard. Yes, he does. He has his own. And vineyard. he has like a grocery store, and and he also he's <clears> vegan, <throat> and like he grows everything. And I believe it's no, it is him because he was on a Joe Rogan podcast where he talked about yep. his vineyard, and they talked just about winemaking. And he said that. Uh, and Joe, a very busy guy, was like, "I don't, I don't believe how you have this much time." Yeah, exactly. And so he says, uh, "It's a side note. I thought it was pretty cool. <clears throat> they have like a little cafe there. People come visit the vineyard. They can sit down. They can eat. You know, whatever." And he had someone bring in. Uh, I don't know if it's a company or a group or whatever brings in peregrine falcons. And the peregrine falcons, yep. um, there are certain birds that will eat the grapes. The peregrine falcons hunt and kill those birds that eat the grapes or chase them away. That's awesome. So they have them in the vineyard to protect the grapes. And they have falconers that are there that work, I guess, shifts with the peregrine falcons. I thought that was a wild thing. I would work on that shift. I would definitely work on that shift. Oh, shift it. Shifty. Very shifty. Anyway, that was so, my tool story. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. I think those, that covers, like, the progressive bands and then... You have a new wave of traditional heavy metal. So kind of going back in the 90s and 2000s, where they kind of, uh, grunge music has kind of taken over, but 
heavy metal's kind of going away because you know Metallica and like the older bands are starting mm-hmm. to start to distance themselves, and now these new bands kind of took over, like bands like Corn, Disturbed, Godsmack, Slipknot, Five Finger Death Punch. Yes, I love Five Finger Death Punch. Oh, they're awesome. Slipknot, another band I love. Yeah, um, so they kind of brought heavy metal back into like the mainstream, where they like created this like huge following. But you notice the heavy metal that bands like um, Five Finger Death Punch, Disturbed, brought was much more melodic and had much more traditional style vocals and guitar. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that because people, I think, fell off. It was a very small niche. It's group. hard to catch people with that. Yeah, if you really get into it and you like listen to some of that stuff, like uh, like my buddy Nick, I uh, turned me on to Mashuga, which is a progressive metal band, and it's like that very like, and you're just when you first listen to it, it's kind of off putting, and you're just like, all right, this is kind of garbage, mm-hmm. and then you go and listen to it for a few minutes, and you're like, wow, these guys are really talented, like the way he's screaming and like producing these different pitches, and then able to sing, and then like the guitar. Mm-hmm. And the drum, like it's just like wow, these guys are actually really talented. They're you know, not just banging their guitars. You know, there's another band like that that I got into from uh, a friend of mine, one of the uh, a doctor I used to work with, and um, he, uh, he, it's funny, he was he was uh, East Indian, his wife was East Indian, his family was. So you you look at a guy, you know, f- appearances, not thinking fa- anything, and yeah. you're like, you know, okay, whatever. So he'd be in the OR. <clears throat> and he was he was doing a fellowship, so he was there with the the head surgeon. When the surgeon finished, say, "Okay, go ahead, and finish the case, walk out." And he'd be he'd like, "Look up, hit it." He'd be like, "You want me to put any kind of different?" Because the one surgeon looks like Fleetwood Mac. He goes, "Yeah, do you got any children to boat him?" <laughs> I go, "I go, the fuck is that?" He's like, "Look it up on your Spotify." So I did. I put it on. I'm like. This shit is awesome. He's yeah. like, yeah, that's my jam. I love these guys. And he's sitting there doing surgery, like suturing up. And he's like, yeah. the, the intro that I played, that's Children of Bone. Oh, that's so great. Yeah, it was great. That's and I, so I was great. like, dude, I love you. Like, he, he would go out and he would go to Burger King and you get a Whopper. And you would come in back into the surgery center and sit in the back room. And, it, and I look and he's like, he's like, don't tell my wife I'm eating this. <laughs> he would eat like a Whopper and fries. Just hanging out, eating a Whopper, listening to Yeah, children. like you know, the beef. And then. We talked about, you know, have anybody heard about the Impossible Whopper? I wonder what he's like. It's delicious. <laughs> he's eating everything on the Burger King menu. He was huh. the most unorthodox, like, East Indian. You'd think, you know, you'd expect Hindu, don't eat any beef. No, dude. Heavy metal music. Loves Whoppers. <laughs> he's was, he was awesome. I mean, who doesn't love a Whopper? Oh, dude. But it's he, worth the abdominal pain his, after. Yeah, it's worth the bloating. <laughs> anyway. You know what? We... When we used to go to class together, we'd go and pick up a Whopper on our way there. Yeah, we would. I, I love Whoppers. We, I, haven't done, I haven't eaten a Whopper in years. Years. I got a Whopper you can have. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh. I got an idea. What's we, that? We, we're, running, we're running late. We all, we, oh, shit, we are. We're, that's we're okay. Here. That's okay. We need to play a game. Okay. So if me and you were starting a metal band today. Mm-hmm. We need like your top three metal band names. What would you pick? Like if you could just like off the top of your head, just figure something out. Like I'm going to announce the band. You ready? Okay. No. <laughs> Live at the QE5. Wank for pain. Okay, that was no. okay. That was okay. That right, was okay. Sorry. All right, let me go. Here you go. <clears throat> you got to announce the band. Yeah. All right. 
Next up on stage is Rectal Vault. <laughs> oh, Rectal Vault. Yeah. All right. It's yeah, good. It's pain. <laughs> um, pain and pleasure is what they play. Real thrasher band. <laughs> uh, let's see. How about like some, uh, may, some may call it progressive. Next up, Battle of the Bands, Shredded Uterus. <laughs> no. no. No, I think that one's actually already taken. Oh, was it already yeah. taken? Yeah. Oh. Um, All right, okay. All right, I got one. Here right. go. Next up on stage is Hamster's Corpse. <laughs> yeah, it goes. It yeah. goes. I like it. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, um, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Oh, <clears throat> Next up, at Battle of the Bands, Broken Boner. <laughs> Is that called the Chode? The ch- <laughs> chode, chode Boy. Chode boy. <laughs> now, so I, I got an idea. I got an idea. You know uh, what's his name? Uh, Chip and Joanna Games. Games, yeah. the, uh, yeah. the, uh, yeah, the DIY. Home, the home like, with, the, with the ship lap and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Next up on stage is Death to Ship Lap. <laughs> and there's a picture of them in the background with like their eyes X'd out. And they're like bleeding. Like in a Christmas story when he shot all the black Bart. And he shot- okay, now here. Uh, it, okay, because I know we have to move on. I compiled a list of real names of real heavy metal bands, some of the worst heavy metal band names ever. It was like a top 10 list of the worst. Are you ready? Yeah. <clears throat> You're going to do the next up on stage, and I'm going to announce the bands. Go ahead. Now performing live on stage is Anal Cunt. Really? Yeah. It's <laughs> the name like of the band. Real. Yeah. Okay. How do they get that one through? I don't know. You ready for the next one? All right. <clears throat> Dying fetus. <laughs> like, are they all going to be that? I don't all know. Much? All right, go ahead. <clears throat> yeah. This one I've heard of before. Revolting cocks. <laughs> Revolting cocks? Yeah. Gags on dicks. <laughs> next one's the best. You ready? Yeah. Up next for the one. Diarrhea planet. <laughs> I swear to God. Wow. That's, uh, and they're one fan in the background. <laughs> the one yeah! Guy. He's deaf. He's in a wheelchair. <laughs> some of the Diarrhea other ones were... Planet rocks! Some of the other ones were uh, goat whore. Goat uh, whore? All right. Pissed jeans. Pissed jeans. Oh. Pissed je- Wait, pissed? Pissed jeans? jeans. Oh, wow. Uh, midget hand job. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, yeah, that's so I great. swear to God, I see them. Do they open up for like the uh, midget wrestling thing? I don't know. Uh, let's I still want to see. Another one was a dog shit sandwich. Okay, that's kind of cool. And uh, uh, dog shit sandwich. Wank for peace. <laughs> I mean, if it helped. And then this was. This reminds me of like. I a, mean, I wank for. Yeah. Okay, this reminds on. me of like a Sex Pistols, but this band is a uh, dick delicious and the tasty testicles. <laughs> I swear to yeah, God. Sex Pistols. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Uh, and the last one was a <laughs> bathtub shitter. <laughs> oh wow! Oh, those are wow, great. Those are real names. I'm okay. sorry, but those were great. I had to, I had to share it with you. So, was there any other bands that we left out of this? We yeah, we talked about Manson, Nine Inch Nails. I guess could kind of be somewhere's in there. Oh yeah, Nine Inch. Well, Nine Inch Nails, I think, was a whole genre of their own. They were in there with like Gary Newman and yep, those type of art, like an alternative. Def Not Tom- even alternative, new wave. Deftones, I, I don't really know where to classify them. They have some metal pieces to them, but they're all over the board also. Oh, uh, I Sixth. Think, 
Okay, yeah. Sixth is another one. I like them. They're pretty good. What about, uh, this is mine and yours, one of our favorite bands, Rammstein? Oh, Rammstein. Oh, du hast Rammstein. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um, I've seen them live. Ich will. Me and you had tickets we had to, to see and them then live. COVID happened, or some shit happened with that. I'm still mad. I am mad, too. It was one of the best shows I've ever seen in my entire life, and I've seen a lot of them. I'm sorry. All right, Volbeat. I like band. Volbeat, we're, yeah. we're both big fans of Volbeat. I would love to see. Every time they come around here, they come as part of Not Fest, and they play like three songs, and that's oh, it. Oh, really? And that's why I won't go, because I want to see them play a show on no, their own. No, no, just go see them. They're great. I saw them open up for Metallica, and they were fantastic. Okay. Yeah, they played, you know, well, what not dozen or so. They play like three songs. It's like, this sucks. Still, they play three songs. Yeah, whatever. I'm not going to go to Not Fest so that I can see Volby play three songs. Okay. So, uh, other bands, uh, girl bands. We didn't. We don't really talk about much metal girl bands. No. I mean, we have uh, Evanescence. Mm-hmm. I guess you. Yeah. Lita, Lita Ford. Yeah. I don't know if they'd be considered metal, but like a Hailstorm. They, oh, okay. They, they're no, like, no, they're no, more no. like they're, a hard rock. No, I don't they're know if they're like a metal. We throw metal. I mean, there's tons more bands um, in this moment. The female driven mm-hmm. band, front fronted band. Mm-hmm. But I mean, we're still leaving out tons and tons more. Breaking Benjamin, Hoobastank um, had some stuff. I mean, there's all kinds of different bands that like kind of skirt into the metal yeah. from just the regular alt or hard rock. Right. So, yeah. You uh, you think it's time? Almost an hour and a half into it. Let's finish this up. I think it's. Uh... Let's do the uh, Big Dick Hero of the Week. My dick like the Mississippi River. My dick ask your bitch what's for dinner. Yeah. The size of the dick does matter. Wow. Oh, and apropos, I'll get Oh, God. Oh, right there. Every time. Jesus. You should open up your mouth or something. I don't know. Take it, going, man. I don't know what the hell's real going on. Real man should. <laughs> a real man would have taken it if, if you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> so who's our, who's our big dick hero? Well, week? we, uh, again, I think in this music series we're just gonna have competitions because that's what it's all about yeah this week we'll be talking about ozzy osbourne the prince of darkness versus ronnie james dio really the holiest of divers <laughs> the holiest of, the diver into the holiest of holies yes <laughs> i like it the prince of darkness ozzy so he is the front man of black sabbath the british band you know, Ozzy's like the true entertainer. He's the guy that we all know, the one that bit the, the head off the rat. He's bat. The, the rat? It was a bat. I meant to say bat. I'm sorry. That's okay. I just looked in your eyes, and I, I lost it for a minute. And You thought of Mr. Lemmy Winks, and yeah. everything just went brown? Yep. No, so he, <laughs> someone, I guess the story is someone threw a what he thought was a rubber bat on stage, and it was a real bat. I don't know why someone had a real bat. And they I threw guess, it out and I it guess didn't if you're fly. going, I guess if you're going to Black Sabbath concert, you do weird stuff, and probably everyone's on drugs. And was the bat sedated? Because wouldn't the bat fly away if you chucked I think it in it the was air? Dead or injured? Oh, okay, so it wasn't he alive. Grabbed man. it, and it was probably cold, so it was probably dead. So he probably he picked it up and he bit the head off of it, not knowing it because he and was probably course, drunk and stoned. Ozzy's biting heads off alive animals, and which Pete, just did great. Peta gets involved, but and all did that great shit. for their you know their oh my their god show and yeah, their. Oh my god! So I mean, he's he's I mean, and then 
later on in his life, he became even more famous of just being Ozzy, being himself. Of you know, he was on the the sitcom with his family and Sharon! Sharon! Yeah, just being this old, <laughs> decrepit man. And he goes back and he tours every once. I mean, he's been on again and off again with his band for years and years and years. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw had, Ozzy in concert. Did you really? I saw Ozzy at the RPI Fieldhouse. How was it? And Corn opened up for him. Oh, so cool! <laughs> it was an awesome. Corn's con- a good show. Me and Corn got weird later on. They did get weird later on, they but s- that was their early stuff. Uh, Blind shoots and ladders. Oh. Uh, so they opened for Ozzy. Got the life. And the seating was like you know almost vertical at the RPA Fieldhouse. You know how that goes. So yep. the people in front of us, probably ten people, a couple rows in front, which are really below us. Yeah, we're smoking so much weed. Me and my buddy Billy. We were, by the time the show was done. We were high as a kite. Did you go to Denny's afterwards? No, we went to my sister's. My wife was at my sister's apartment. We went there. We ate everything in her. We <laughs> ate like the mayonnaise. We ate a jar of peanut butter. We had the. Hey, did you know mayonnaise by itself is so good? Did you mayonnaise has like mayonnaise in it? It was crazy. We ate, and my sister's like, "What is going?" My wife's like, "They are so baked." <laughs> I was so like, were no, they, I'm not. "Was he good?" I mean, oh, he was great. Okay. He was great. Because they say he's a great entertainer, but just like, you know, see him from like the 90s up. Well, my my wife and I were dating at the time. So this was like 96. Okay. So, I mean, it was. All right. Yeah. He just he just seems so fragile now. And now he is. Yeah. Well, God, he's so burnt. Look at all the drugs he did, for God's sake. Hell yeah. I mean, he, he lived a good life and, you know, he put on a lot of great shows. His, he had a huge, huge loyal fan base and then had to leave or got kicked out. For drugs and alcohol, mm-hmm. and uh, they were searching for a new, you know, front man. And I think they worked out something with Dio, and they, you know, I guess it was, I guess it was him. He was just, you know, he was a Ronnie James Dio was just an awesome musician, a professional, classically trained. You know, learned music, learned music, learned how to sing, learned yeah. actually how to play instruments, how to read music. Mm-hmm. And he was in numerous bands prior to Black Sabbath, uh, one of them being Rainbow, which actually I looked up and found some really great songs. Rainbow's like, wow. really good. I was like, wow, these, are great. these guys are really good. Because yeah. you look at some of the older metal, like we were saying earlier, and you're just like, Ooh. No, like, Rainbow was good. It was good. I like Rainbow, like yeah. His, yes, you're, you're playing Dio, so this is after Black Sabbath days. Uh, yes, but he it's had his Dio. own like it's Dio. solo, and he used his own name because... I guess they screwed with his name, like they said, Ronnie, Ronnie Dio instead of Ronnie James Dio is the way you like to be referred as. And then he kind of was like, "Screw you, I'm coming with my own band, mm-hmm. Dio." And he, they were great, and it's great. So his lyrics are like classic. They're they're cheesy, but they're classic. Yeah, they're good though. They're good though. And so you know that's the argument. And the two of them always kind of had this like back and forth rivalry, like when Dio was in Black Sabbath, he didn't you know he played some of Ozzy's stuff he didn't like to. And when Ozzy would come back, he refused to play any Dio stuff. Really? But actually talking and looking at the, well, I didn't talk to, but looking at the uh, interviews with some of the bandmates in Black Sabbath, they were like, they were a completely different band. Yeah. When they were with Ozzy or when they were Dio, they just, like, when Dio came along, they just turned into a completely different band. Yep. Ozzy was a showman. Yeah. He, He was the showman. But Dio but, was not the showman Ozzy was, but no. Dio was a better musician and singer yeah. than Ozzy was. So I mean, it, but people want to see the show, yeah, and they bought the show, yep. and that's why you hear Ozzy, Ozzy, and Ronnie James Dio. He's got a following, but it's not like he's Ozzy. got a following, yes, not like Ozzy. Yep. I would say Ozzy wins that one. I would say just I, based on yeah. that alone. I mean, because when you think of 
Black Sabbath, you think of Ozzy. Yeah. That's it. Yep. And, you know, they always carried a professional rivalry. They didn't really talk too much crap about each other. Um, they never really made amends. I think after Dio died, which was like 10 years ago, uh, Ozzy was interviewed and he kind of made amends with him there. He's like, yeah, I didn't really know the guy. And, you know, he did he did good things. It just, you know, I'm Black Sabbath. Yeah. Posthumously apologized. Screw you. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it was, a, it was a half apology. So. You can rot. Well, Ozzy wins. Yep, we'll give it to Ozzy. Uh, with this uh, episode, I think we need to add some more oh meat boy. to this. Okay. I think we need to add a No Dick Hero of the Week. Ooh. I don't even have a All right, thing cue the, for that. Cue the music. Huh? The music has been cued. No, the, the, the No Dick Hero of the Week music. Uh, don't you oh. have a... The No Dick Hero of the Music? Yeah. Yeah. You don't have a no-dick hero? Like, I, you, I, I ain't got no dick. I didn't know it existed until three minutes before yeah, we started just, the podcast. Yeah, I just I made it up in my head just now. <laughs> yeah. We're doing a no-dick hero of the week. But this we is... We always do a big dick hero of the week. This is, you, this dude, thing, I'm telling you. Don't you, keep fucking you don't need to announce it. I'm fighting it. All right. So, Maria Brink, uh, the band In The Moment. Uh, she's actually born in this area. She's from Schenectady. Let's give him a little listen. Mm, I like her. Yeah, she's angry. I mean, she grew up in Schenectady, so I get it. Sounds like my wife when I ask her for sex. <laughs> I, I like the sexy tones in there. I do the too. The heavy breathing singing. Yeah, the like, I'm getting plowed in the like, butthole. It's like Marilyn Manson, but without the penis. <laughs> and, and with more ribs. <laughs> or not. I don't or know. not. Oh, here know. we go. It's pretty awesome. Oh, wow. I so she started singing like early in her life, and she was heavily influenced by bands like Pantera, Black Sabbath, Rolling Stones, and Deftones. Hmm. And she uh, started her first band in Albany called Pulse, which, and then she eventually moved to California at 25, singing in coffee bars, and, um, and then she eventually met her new bandmate. Uh, was it 2004? She started this band uh, in this moment. And they won a ton of different awards. She has about seven albums. And she has the title of the Rock Goddess of the Year and the Hottest Chicken Metal. Really? And Woman of the Year. And Lita Ford was the Hottest Chicken Metal for a long time. Yeah, so she's the she's the new one. Mm, I've seen pictures. I might, well, ha- I, I might have I to I thought agree. it was relevant to show you the pictures when I presented the idea of the No Dick Hero of the Week. Although, yeah. Well, those are the pictures the, the you pictures showed me of help. you with your pants down. Well, you know, uh, hey, check, oh, no, 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 never mind that one. Just delete, delete, delete it, delete it, delete it. It's okay. It goes with the No Dick Hero of the Week. Which is funny. I was looking at a interview. <laughs> We're going to move past that. Okay. <laughs> That's small but cute. It's small. What I lack in size, I make up for in enthusiasm. And speed. And speed. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm done. I'm like you, but All right, I think I'm done with this episode. Are you? Let's, let's it's, finish. It's time to. I'm finished. Time to head out. Yep. Think we can feed us and head out. Yep. Let's go. Let's do it. Well, thanks everybody for listening. Yeah. Oh boy, here we go. Um, <laughs> so uh, uh, you got watch our TikToks too, because we do TikTok for every episode, and it's great. And we have a lot of fun. We get a lot of comments on it. Oh Jesus Christ! I'm not gonna get this. <laughs> He's going to rip the microphone off the damn desk. <laughs> oh, my God. So find us on the face pages. TikToks. Uh, the interwebs. Twitters. Uh, 
wishyguyslive at gmail.com. <laughs> like you're sure. going to freaking email us. Yeah, Suck anyway. it. Yeah, right? Damn it. Where else can they find us? Spotify, mm-hmm. Apple iTunes, blah, 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 blah. Who cares? Whatever. So anyway. Podcast. Listen uh, to the podcast. Enjoy we're, it. We're going to keep up with the music stuff, and uh, we'll have something new next week. Yep. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Peace, love, and anal grace. Ah! <sighs>